What's going on, guys? Thanks for tuning in to the next episode of the Three Peaks Fitness Podcast. I'm Coach Mark. I'm Coach Lynette. And we've got a good one today. Today we wanted yeah. to talk about the three things we've learned or we, we've observed with clients that lose a ton of weight. Three yes. things. We, we've each come up with our own three observations yeah. on you know what it is that helps clients who have not only lost weight but kept it off like like mm-hmm. like legitimate weight loss life-changing weight loss you will want to write this stuff down yeah you'll wanna... if you're somewhere where you can take notes this is a good one to take notes on yeah yeah <laughs> awesome so, um because everyone wants everyone and their mom wants to lose weight right like everyone we yeah. all have that belly we want to get rid of we right. all want to lose weight we're flooded with yeah. all kinds of products and services that promise that they're gonna you mm-hmm. know help us lose weight it seems like year after year there's more and more of them but uh obesity rates are only going up they're well, not going down well and we're we're living in a world where we don't have to do as much as we had to before we don't have to work as hard for our food so we've got a lot of food available and not much activity level yeah required yeah and that's just part of modern life yeah so yeah so So. but there is a way to lose weight in this modern world in a healthy way yeah because people have been doing it for years there's there is nothing new that will come out that will right that will help you lose weight that hasn't already (laughs) been discovered so We'll go back and forth, Lynette. Why don't you go first? Okay. What was your what, What's your number one? Your first thing okay. uh, on on your list. So uh, what I've noticed working with people and from my own experience is <laughs> restriction and perfectionism are the enemy. Mm-hmm. They are going to sabotage you in your efforts to lose weight because uh, the initial impulse when you s- step on the scale or can't fit into a dress, you're like. <gasps> The, the first impulse is, I gotta stop eating this, or I gotta start doing this, like to restrict or punish yourself. Oh, I have to go for a run. Mm-hmm. So, you know, punishing yourself with exercise and restricting food. A lot of people are in that cycle yeah. of punishment and restriction. And so that's the first thing that you need to just let go of. Mm. And, and it's hard to because you think, well, that's the only thing that I've ever been able to lose weight with is restricting and exercising mm. what are my options if i don't have those yeah. right it's almost like uh the magic feather mm-hmm. you know like the dumbo had the magic feather he thought well i can only fly if i have the feather yeah but uh <laughs> people think oh i can only lose weight right. if i restrict and exercise right but no it's it's not you can do it without that in fact it'll last it'll be much more successful and you'll be mentally much better off if you can let go of the restriction and perfectionism and we'll revisit that in some of the things you're going to bring up Mm -hmm. but uh yeah that would be my first one yeah nice that's a good one that's a good one yeah for sure i mean my my first one is it's kind of in that same vein uh or they're related in the sense that what i put down is you can't count stuff so the people who i've worked with who have lost you included who have lost the most amount of of weight and kept it off and completely changed their lives um they don't actually really count stuff like on a day, they're not the people who are weighing themselves every day. They're not the people who are super obsessive with, oh, I can only eat 1,200 calories a day. You know, they're not the people who are weighing every single food item that they have. They're just the people who get the most results from a weight loss standpoint and, and, mm. and over the long term are the people who yeah. aren't worried about that. So the fitness, the fitness trackers, yeah, and and yeah. tracking food yep. every day. They don't have to do all that. Yeah, no, I know it sounds counterintuitive. <laughs> it's like, oh well, you would think, oh, the more I, the more I 
count, the more data I have, the, the, the better off I'll be, the more motivated I be, I'll be. But what actually ends up happening is you just get frustrated. Yeah. Because you're, we all have busy lives. We all have stuff going on. You're not going to enter all these numbers into your spreadsheet every single day for the rest of your life. Mm-mm. And it goes into the saying, kind of the philosophy we have here is if, uh, if you can't do it, if it's not sustainable, it's not worth doing, right? So yeah. like, if you can't do it over the long term, don't even bother because you should be only committing yourself to actions that you're going to be able to do for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. right? Um, and a good way to kind of think about it is think people who are in shape, like people who are fit, I think a lot of people would be surprised by their daily habits and their daily actions, you know, yes, they're, they're active. People who are in shape are more active generally. They, they work out, you know, yeah. a few times a week. They generally eat well, probably 80, They 20, pay right? attention to what they They pay attention, eat. right? Yeah. But they're yeah. not, you know, sitting there writing down every single food or put, logging every single food item in MyFitnessPal. Yeah. It's just too much. It's too much for anyone. Right. And so don't even bother wasting time and energy on that. Just bring awareness and just try to do a little better each time. Yeah. You know, I think that's more the the philosophy that people who actually get results have is. Yeah. We know, did a whole other a podcast better. on this, uh, how, you know, counting, chasing numbers doesn't work, right? And we, mm-hmm. we kind of take a deep dive into that because, you know, we don't really actually know exactly how many calories is a right. food or exactly yeah. how many calories we're burning. The, yeah. It's all just estimates. Yeah. So and the, and the big one, the big one, the scale. The, the scale. scale, the people who oh, weigh themselves a, every day, you will drive yourself crazy. Yes. You will drive yourself this theory that like people who weigh themselves every day don't lose weight because when they step on the scale and they don't lose weight, it, j- it jacks their cortisol up and they get stressed. Yes. <laughs> and and yes. cortisol makes it more difficult to lose weight. It's a joke. But like, you know, you, you people get obsessive about this number and it's kind of like, why do you, why do you, do you even know why you want to weigh what you weigh? Like, I get it. You know, okay, if you weigh, if you have, weigh 250 pounds and you have, like, legitimately you have weight to lose, then, you know, yeah, it's good to see that you're going down. But so many people, they have, like, you know, 10, 15, 20 pounds to lose, and they just have this number in their head, like, I yeah. want to weigh, mm-hmm. I want to weigh 150 pounds. Like, well, why? Yeah. Like, do you really know why you want to weigh that? Like, oh, well, I'll, uh, I'll look better. It's like, are you sure? <laughs> Have you tried resistance training? Yeah, like that, yeah. that when people say they want to like look better, what they really mean is they want to have like a leaner, more athletic mm. body, and that doesn't always coincide with, yeah, uh, you know, strict weight loss, right? That's not. Uh, oftentimes, it's not that way, right? Like oftentimes, it is. Oh, just resistance training, that's, and that's so to- true. That's so true. Like when I started here, I had a number in my head, mm-hmm. um, and that as I progressed. Um, you know, I got almost a year in, and I, I was still twenty pounds above the number I originally had in my head. But mm-hmm. I, I decided I'm done. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. like no, because I didn't, I didn't hadn't figured factored in how much uh, muscle I would mm, gain, and the yeah. fact that I didn't need to be that number anyway that I had in my head. It was so yeah. I was like, so I was flexible. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh that's no, I'm done. It. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, yeah. Being, being flexible is so important, and knowing. Yeah, just <laughs> right. Like, there's a, it's like the number is just a number. It's just it just is what it is. Right, it and it, have, and it, it fluctuates with how much water you drink yeah. and what you ate, and yeah, it, it can fluctuate five or ten pounds in a week. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, if you <laughs> if you 
went out to dinner with your family and got you know something carby and lots of sodium and stuff, then you go weigh yourself the next day. Yeah, you're gonna your weight's gonna jump, but it's not. That doesn't mean yeah. that you've put on three pounds. No. It just means you're probably holding on to a lot more water. There's all there's all kinds of factors. But anyway, yeah, there's so too, that, too many things at play there. Yeah. So that was yeah. So that was my number one. Okay, my number. Don't count things. My number two. Okay, so my number two is um, most people are not eating enough. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that that's what I get. Um, that's what my problem was coming in here. I remember starting. Uh, uh, I was starting to you know eat better food and I was trying to get enough protein in, like we talked about in another podcast. And I was actually having trouble because the way I was used to eating was I would eat these small, seemingly nutritious meals, but I wasn't eating enough. And then I was getting hungry all the time and snacking. Just the whole uh, the whole day was just one big snack. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't eating enough of what I needed. Mm-hmm. And so then I was craving just a bunch of carbs mm-hmm. all day long. And I thought, yeah, I thought it was just me. <laughs> but no, I just wasn't getting enough protein and vegetables. Yeah. So most people think they're getting enough protein. Oh, well, you know, I had, you know, the little chicken cubes that come on the Chick-fil-A uh, salad. And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's a good start. <laughs> yeah, that's such a wow. That is that's such a good one. And so true. Yeah, because we just, you know, our we live in like a snack culture. Yeah. Right. Like you go to the grocery store, like eighty percent of the shit there is snacks. Right. It's you know you got your you got your pretzels, you got your chips, you got your and not that and you, look, snacks are aren't bad. There's no such thing as a bad food, right? They're it's not, just yeah, it's just not, about how you use it. Yeah, they're not and, bad. But I could totally <clears throat> see where there are a lot of individuals who eat do eat a lot, right? Yeah. But they're just not eating the right things. Yeah. And so eating, you know, make or or. On the flip side, you definitely have people who who are too strict with themselves and don't just don't eat enough. They're just not eating right? enough. So there's there's two of those two yeah. different you know issues there, but um, you know two sides of the same coin where it's either you're not eating enough or you're not eating enough of the right thing. Yeah, yeah, and they think and you think oh well, here's the deception that happens is oh I ate my three meals a day and you may not even mentally remember the snacks because you're eating those mm. while you're on a computer screen while you're driving the car you know, while you're doing other things and your brain didn't even record <laughs> that you ate snacks. So mm-hmm. all you remember is I had that healthy breakfast, that healthy lunch and yeah. and dinner, like what's going on? And yeah. you don't and here's the truth. No one's gonna like hearing this. Your body doesn't need snacks. <laughs> unless you have <laughs> unless you have like a medical condition like diabetes uh, or cirrhosis yeah. or something where you have to keep, you know, your blood sugar at a certain level. But most people you don't need snacks just eat your meals Mm -hmm. i tell you what i went to france once and i was still in high school so i was still in like heavy teenage snack mode and it drove me nuts because we would have breakfast at six in the morning and then nothing till noon and then (laughs) nothing till 7 p.m and then you know dinner took three hours so you would sit and eat dinner for three hours. So they ate slow and they ate really far apart. Yeah. And I was just the whole time it was like it was like <laughs> boot camp for me. But there's some wisdom in that. You mm-hmm. don't need a ton of snacks all day long. You yeah. Know? I'm not. I'm not opposed to people eating a snack if they really feel like they need one. But I don't think we need as many snacks as we think we do. Yeah, I think snacking <laughs> is definitely more of a comfort thing for most people. It's than a psychological it is a, thing. Yeah. Then you're act, you're not actually hungry. You're just yeah. You just like the taste of 
you know. You just feel snacky. Cheese puffs or whatever. <laughs> yeah, you just feel snacky. So. Yeah, not eating enough. Yeah. Well, going kind of going off what you said about you don't even remember, uh, you know, snacking. My number two uh, also has to do with memory. So I said my number two thing that I've observed with people who uh, lose a lot of weight and keep it off, they have a short term memory. Yes. So what I mean by this is uh, when I was in college, my coach, my football coach, he would always tell us we have to have a short term memory because if you were in a game and you had a bad play or whatever, you messed up, he would tell us, no, you got to have a short-term memory because if you're sitting there all, wrap, you know, living in the past and all wrapped up, oh, oh man, I can't believe I, I can't believe I missed that tackle, whatever it is, you're not, you're going to screw up the next play and the next play and the next play. And so I think the same thing applies to people who are trying to lose weight. Mm-hmm. You have to have a short-term memory. So what if you had an extra donut yeah. at the, in the, in your office lounge or whatever. So what? Yeah. Okay, you missed the workout. Like, yeah. get over it. You know what I mean? Like, you have yeah. to you you have to have compassion for yourself and just realize like you're a human being. You have stuff going on. Yeah. Like you have to be able to let those things go and not beat yourself up over it because when you get so obsessed, it's almost it actually is kind of similar to the numbers thing, right? Because you're yeah. kind of put you're you're making it pass fail. You're saying, oh. did I hit my three workouts this week? If not, oh my gosh, I'm a failure. Right? Oh my gosh, I only made it to two workouts instead of the three. Yeah. Oh, freaking up. And then it becomes about the number more than the actual goal itself, you know? Yeah. Um, And and so I think you just have to have a really short term memory and just give yourself some grace and just, you're not perfect. You know what I mean? But just try to, just, just try to do better each time and be okay with that. I think that kind of go, that ties in with the perfectionism that I was talking about at the beginning. So, um, yeah, when you expect perfection from yourself, <clears throat> it's going to sabotage all your results. It's going to sabotage, sabotage your momentum. So, yeah, that ability to just jump back in. Mm-hmm. Just keep jumping back in. Like, uh, the whole time that I was uh, losing my 70 pounds, I never had a perfect day of eating. Mm-hmm. Not a single perfect day of eating. Mm. And just every day I woke up, I'm like, all right, here we go again. <laughs> you yeah. know, or, or even, even the next meal or the next moment. Mm-hmm. Like, you could start, you can restart any moment. Right. During the day. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, oh, well, you know, I did that thing. Uh, okay. Yeah. Move on. If you want to reflect on it and use it as a learning tool, you know, to reverse engineer, like, oh, you know what? I think having pretzels on the countertop is not working for me. Mm. All right. Well, let's put them in the cupboard or throw them away or whatever you need to do that, yeah. that's causing but just just enough, maybe keeping you know work on it just long long enough to work through the problem and then forget about it, right? Mm-hmm. Short term memory, move on. Yeah, move on. It doesn't matter. Just it is what it is. You can't do anything about it. There, you can't. Yeah. You can't do anything about it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Learn from it. Move on. Yeah, it's so funny. There are so many uh, people, you know, at least at our gym, who are you know successful in their careers and successful in their families and you know they have the they they, i'm sure they adopt these types of philosophies in other areas of their lives but have maybe a hard time doing it in the fitness realm for for whatever reason you know what i mean like it's okay well yeah like when you drive mm -hmm. and you miss an exit or you accidentally cut someone (laughs) off um do you sit at home and I'm such <laughs> a bad it. driver? <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with me? Yeah. No, most of us don't do that. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Do you sit at home and do you not drive again? Because oh, I missed the exit. I can never. I just. I'm a failure. I guess I can't drive. Yeah. That's a great example. 
Yeah, it's the same thing with fitness. No, you get in the car and you go because, yeah. you know, that's life. That's life. Got to move on. So. <laughs> But yeah, that was my number two. What do you have for your, okay. your third one, Lynette? My third one. See, I'm having trouble here because I actually wrote down four, so I have to pick one for the third one. Um, okay. You have to start small. Mm. We really uh, underestimate the power of doing something small mm -hmm. to move you to your, towards your goals. And this is especially important if your motivation is low. So people who are willing to do really small habits and really small changes that they can't nothing can stop them mm. so if you're always expecting to make the big change like oh that's not a big enough goal that's not a big enough change like if, if I suggest um, hey um, just add carrot sticks to that afternoon snack of cheese you know just that's all I want you to work on is just add the carrot sticks to the cheese snack mm -hmm. you know and some people are like that is so completely lame like that's not gonna I'm not going to lose any weight doing that. That's not going to produce a change. But the people that are humble and are willing Ooh. to do, they're willing yep. to do the small thing. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm just going to do that for two weeks, see what happens. Mm -hmm. Then we can build on that. Then gradually, maybe less cheese, another vegetable. That will, that gives you a foundation to build on and you can keep building on that small change. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you're not willing to do that, like, that's not a big enough change. Like, I need to just completely revamp what I eat. Yeah. Those people might be really successful for three weeks mm -hmm. or longer, maybe even six months, you know, whatever. Some people are really good at restriction for a while. Yeah. But uh, over time, they're not making changes mm -hmm. that, that they can keep the rest of their lives. So I think being willing to make small changes and do them in the next, like when you decide to do something, do it in the next two to five minutes. Like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, right now, what do I need to do to make this happen? I'm going to go buy carrot sticks or I'm going to take those and put them in a sandwich bag and put them with the cheese or just do some little tiny thing to move you towards that goal. Or if, if your goal is to work out more, okay, pick up the phone and, and uh, make an appointment for your gym. Like mm -hmm. uh, call a friend, like we're going to go running tomorrow at 5 a.m. Or do something that takes five or, five or less minutes to move you towards whatever the thing is that you just decided to do. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Yeah, you definitely have to be humble and yeah. realize that it just takes time yeah. to get there. And to your point, something that I think is really helpful is the idea of uh, subtraction by addition. Yeah. Right. Because so many people, especially when you have that restriction mindset, you're just, yeah. just take away, take away, take. Okay. Yeah. I'm no. I'm I'm not going to eat any carbs now. I'm I'm you know not going to have you know more than 1200 calories a day. It's, it's, just, it's just all restriction, right? Yeah. It's all taking away, taking away. Yeah. But the best, the things that are most helpful are like adding, adding, adding things. small add. things. You right? always add, I, yeah. I always tell people addition before subtraction. Addition before subtraction, right? Yeah. yeah so, you, so add those carrots. Yeah. And oh, I'm, I'm eating cheese for a snack. Okay, like there's nothing wrong with let's cheese. Let's try to food. add, let's try to add. I know yeah. one of the big, one of the, the um, practices you do with a lot of your nutrition clients is veg, like veggies. Yeah. Let's just try to add. Let's add a some veggies, of veggies to your meal. Yeah, yeah. just something like, add and it. if, 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 Adding it to two meals is too much. All right, let's add it to one meal. Yeah. If one meal is too much, it's like, oh, let's add a bite. Yeah. Right. Like it's just you, wherever you are, you have to bring your your goals have to meet you. Right. Where you are. And you and just have to have faith that, okay, even though this isn't going to produce any weight loss right away, 
this is going to get me where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Because if I do this for a year, there's going to be changes. Right, right. And that's yeah. a perfect segue, thank you, Linda, into <laughs> my number three, which was you have to play the long game. Yeah. Um, and so we don't, we don't work with uh, clients like this anymore mm-hmm. because, just because our philosophy has changed. But in the past, I've took, taken on clients that you know, maybe they had a wedding coming up or they, yeah. they had a vacation coming up and they wanted, oh, I got to lose 15 pounds fast. Like, I got to lose 20 pounds by next month. Mm-hmm. Um, and not once, not one time, not at one time in 10 years have I ever, ever, ever worked with a client who lost weight rapidly but kept it off long term, ever. Wow. Not once. Wow. And a lot of times they gain the weight back in that weight the, those pounds, he, he brings friends with them, right? Like they, they end up even more, even heavier than they were, you know, when they started. I remember that. I, I lived that because yeah. I remember coming in here every week and I would hear other people talk about, oh, I lost three pounds this week. Mm-hmm. I lost four pounds this week. Yeah. And I'm sitting there with my point two. Mm-hmm. I lost point two. Yeah. Every week, point two, point three, point two, yeah. point three, point. But, you know, they came and went. Mm hmm. And, they all gain the weight and they're like, oh, I'm still here. Yeah. It's because I was willing to do the small thing. Right. And here, not only are you here, but you're now you're teaching people <laughs> how to do, do that. It's come yeah. full circle. But, but mentally, I decided, no, I'm going to, this is for like, like uh, that's at the beginning. I was yeah. like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. Like I'm done with, I'm getting off the merry-go-round mm-hmm. and I'm going to do this for life. I'm going to eat the way I can eat the rest of my life. Yeah. 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 And that actually brings up a point that so there's there's a concept uh, created by the author Simon Sinek and it's the finite game versus the infinite games okay. there's two types of games in the world right finite finite games are games where you know it's two sides both sides agree to the rules you know there's a score and there's a winner and a loser at yeah. the end right so sports are finite games right mm-hmm. football there's two teams there's a rule book yeah. You know, both sides agree on the rules. There's a scoreboard. And, you know, yeah. after 60 minutes, someone wins and someone loses, right? Uh, but then there's things like infinite games. And so infinite games are things like marriage, things like raising children, mm-hmm. things like getting in shape, right? <laughs> and so you have the goal. The goal of a finite game is to win. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. To, to, to win by whatever measure that's been decided upon, right? For football, it's having a higher score than, than your opponent, right? That's okay. how you win. So there's a finish line. There's a finish line, okay. right? For infinite games, the only goal is to keep going, right? The goal is to just keep going, right? So if you're in a marriage, right, the, the goal is, you know, they'll, yeah. you'll have turbulent times and yeah. you'll, you won't always see eye to eye, eye and stuff, but the goal is not to... You're not, you're not going to say, oh, I won at marriage, right? Like, <laughs> I win. You know, that's not the goal. The goal is to stay married and just keep, you know, okay. keep building. Raising kids, same thing. You don't win yeah. at parenting. Yeah. There may be times where People you, you think know. they do. <laughs> yeah. They take credit for their kids' successes. <laughs> but that's a whole different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, so you don't win. The idea um, is just keep it but going. You, yeah, just keep, just, just keep going. Just keep parenting. The same thing with losing weight, getting in mm. shape, being fit. They're, the people who are the most successful, like yourself, yeah. don't look at it like, okay, when I, it's like a, the when-then fallacy, when I get to 150 pounds, then I'll be happy. You know, it's like, okay, I always like to ask a follow-up question, then what? 
Then what? Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's, everything goes according to plan. You reach 150, then what? Yeah. Yeah. What, you know, and no, no, people don't think about it. They don't think past that what, point. What do I do at that point? Right. Yeah. It's like, what, what, and that's because that's a flawed way of thinking, mm. right? You need to think about it long term. The longer, you know, time horizon you can set on your fitness goals, the more successful you'll be. And also, it just takes a lot of the pressure off. Yeah. Right? We, we set these, these numbers, yeah. right? I want to I wanna weigh 150 pounds by December. Mm-hmm. And then it's, no, you know, November 28th rolls around and you're still at 180 and you're like, uh, uh, you know, you're and freaking out. And now you have failed. And now you failed. Right. Yeah. Right. When, instead, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> instead of just. Yes playing an infinite game the and whole just, country is doing this yeah yeah it's like i'm just i you know my goal is just to be as fit as i can every day right and whatever that means on that given day yeah. that's enough right if i have a really stressful day maybe one of my uh family members is sick or you know or my kids are sick home from school and yeah. i have this crazy project at work and oh i forgot to go grocery shopping and so it's just you yeah. know all i uh, whatever we're just going to order something like it's okay. That doesn't mean you failed. It's just that day. Yeah. Like when you go to, if the best you can do that day when you order something yeah. is to order a salad yeah. with chicken on it, right? Yeah. Then that's okay. Then that's the best you can do. And that's fine. Yeah. But it's all those kind of going back to what you were saying. It's yeah. all those small little decisions yeah. that over the course of one, two, three, five, 10, 15, 20 years yeah. lead to someone being in shape, losing weight yeah. and, and, and doing so in a sustainable right. way, more so than the crazy intense yeah. restrictive so for people out there that love that function off goals people do like to make goals yeah so if you do want to make a fitness goal that is really like healthy as opposed to mentally destructive like what you've just described then make the goal be like all right um this this year i want to be a person that eats vegetables maybe vegetables is a challenge for you it's like hmm. I, I want to be i want to be able to be able to eat a vegetable with every meal and enjoy them because you know there's ways to cook them there's people called super tasters that hate vegetables because they're bitter i'm one of those people <laughs> vegetables taste super bitter to me so i had to put myself through like veggie boot camp <laughs> learn how to make them learn how to eat them like mm-hmm. that was the goal like yeah. i'm gonna learn how to eat vegetables so the goal wasn't the weight the goal was how to eat mm. and so if you're into goals and you really want to have health related goals make it based on the behavior not on the weight mm, yeah so and that's then, good yeah so that's what i would do because you'll feel that's something you can accomplish like oh i can learn how to cook asparagus i can learn mm-hmm. how to per- i can learn three ways of preparing zucchini yeah like that's 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 something you can totally do and it'll make food more enjoyable mm-hmm. so yeah. that's what i would suggest if you're gonna make a goal yeah, uh, we always, you know, smart goals. Everyone always talk about smart goals. Smart yeah. goals. Smart goals aren't, uh, in my opinion, aren't always the best. Actually, yeah. When it comes to be, it's not always. The more specific you are, it doesn't necessarily mean the better off you're going to be. Yeah. Um, sometimes measurable isn't helpful, right? Yeah. Like sometimes it's better to just like what you're saying. Yeah. Kind of make it a vague goal that you know is still going to help you. Yeah. Right. Like I'm this year. I want to eat more vegetables. Yeah. And that gives you that flexibility on a day-to-day yeah. basis where, okay, maybe that crazy day that I was just talking about, you only, yeah. you could only get, you know, one serving of spinach or whatever. Yeah. And that's fine. You're still, you are still moving towards your goal. But if you say, I'm going to have four servings 
of spinach per day and three servings of kale and I'm going to do this by April 31st. You know, it's it's just too much. It's yeah, too much. yeah. I, I really like what you're bringing up. We want to make goals and set our aspirations for something. Health is not something that you only do when you have time for, right? So mm-hmm. we want to be able to find a way to be healthy that fits into your lifestyle instead of force-fitting your life for six to 12 weeks into yeah. someone else's program. Right, right, right. So this is gonna require more nuance, kind of give and take, some trial and error. Like you're talking about all those crazy days where, mm-hmm. you know, oh, oh, we had back to school night and uh, you know I was only home for five minutes with the kids. And you know, there's, you can fit your version of health in that in the context of that life but Mm -hmm. if you're trying to fit someone else's program of you have to eat this much protein this this many cups of vegetables then that day is going to look like a failure Mm -hmm. but um but when when i work with my clients i'm like no when you're in the middle of that crazy day you're always thinking okay what can i do right what can i do today what's available to me i'm going to do the best i can and then that short-term memory kicks in Mm -hmm. move on yeah like okay i did the best i can move on yeah. You know, and just don't guilt is not useful when yeah. it comes to health practices. Mm-hmm. The only reason to feel guilty for eating any kind of food is if you stole it or killed someone to get it. <laughs> that that's the only reason why you should feel guilty. Yeah. So, um for not doing a health practice. So, other than that, you just do the best you can in the context of your life and then move on. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, guys. Well, so so hopefully this was helpful for you. Hopefully this changed your perspective a little bit. Yes. Um, I hope you know, so. Yeah. To be, show yourself some compassion, short-term memory. Yeah. You know, don't count things and, you know, just play the long game. Yes. And uh, watch what happens. Yeah, you, you will go much longer. You won't have the short-term success that people ever have. You'll have a lifetime of success. Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Well, we will talk to you next time. All right. Bye-bye.